Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network. Listening to Linux in the Hamshack. LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source, and amateur radio for everyone. Now, here are your hosts Russ, K5TUX, Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD. Well, hello everybody and welcome. You have tuned in to episode number 515 of Linux in the Hamshack, the most terrific amateur radio podcast on the internet. And this is our Weekender episode. This is where we talk about some random topic, whether it be amateur radio, open source, Linux, or hedonism related. And then we just go straight headlong into hedonism because that's the stuff that makes life worth living. So we're glad you're here with us. Unfortunately, Cheryl, W5MOO, is not with us, but we shall carry on. In the meantime, we'll introduce the two of us who are here. I'm Russ, K5TUX. And I'm Bill, NE4RD. So we will just have to carry on with hedonism without her. Well, at least, at least not live. I'm sure she's probably uh, invoking hedonism in the other room by imbibing something uh, delicious. But uh, in the meantime... We have a show to do, and in order to do that show, we have to pick a random topic. So I have gone through, gone over to the picker wheel, put in the nine topics that we have left, uh, randomized them five times, and I'm about to push the button so that we can find out what we're talking about tonight before we get into the straight-up hedonism stuff. So here we go. Well, it's a hedonism topic. Uh oh. <laughs> but the thing is, I think we've covered this hedonism topic already. Did I forget to take this one out? <laughs> Did we do favorite movies? Uh, I, I vaguely feel like we have. I think we have. Hmm. Let me do a quick search on the website. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. You know, redo a topic if we've already done this one. Uh, apparently not. Movies is not coming up. Huh. Interesting. I feel like we talked about... Oh, no, it was music. We did favorite music. Oh, yes. We did definitely did the music. Right. Okay. So we haven't done favorite music. So the topic actually is um, your favorite movies and why, or favorite movie and why, if you only want to choose one. So, all right. So it's going to be a straight up hedonism night tonight. So do you do you have... Um, let's, let's go with a max of three. So... So hard. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe pick... Uh, favorite by genre? I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be super hard to do this. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, you go. Let's let's do it this way instead of favorite. I mean, because it's hard to pick a favorite. Or or let's do it this way. Let's define favorite. Let's three movies that no matter what your mood, time, day, place location, you know, any, any factor at all, three movies that you can put on and we'll watch no matter what. Okay. I can go with that. Okay. <laughs> that, that probably puts it into the realm of, of favorites. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So if you want to do one, let's go for it. Okay. Well, I'll start with the obvious one. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. 
<laughs> I swear, anytime that comes on, I watch it to the end, even though I've seen it probably about a million times. There's just something about that movie. <clears throat> and maybe it's just a combination of actors and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I just, I love Shawshank Redemption. It's just, it's such a well-told story and it's, it's just, just done very well from start to finish. And uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's, it's one of my favorite movies. And uh, judging by the IMDb top 250 list, it's pretty much everyone else's too, because I think it's still number one. It might might be number two now, but it was number one for a real, real long time. Really? So. That's cool. <laughs> I'm not off the charts then. Yay. No, 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 no. Apparently it, it has. Yeah, it definitely has all of the things <laughs> that make yeah. a movie. Great. So, so that would that would have been on my my list as well. But since you picked it, I'm going to avoid picking that one. So, uh, I will go for the Princess Bride. Um, Such a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> that is one that you know, no matter the time, place, my mood, or anything else, if it comes on, it will be watched. <laughs> and sometimes just once or twice a month, just randomly watched to watch it. Um, interestingly enough. Um, I've told Cheryl about this before, but back when, back when the princess bride came out, which is 1984, something like that, someone will correct me if I'm, I'm wrong. But when I first saw it, hated it, hated Mm -hmm. it, (laughs) couldn't stand it. Apparently I just, I wasn't in the right frame of mind. I don't think I was really old enough or, or wise enough or worldly enough to sort of appreciate the humor at the time. And uh, over time, got to love it, and now it's just basically near the top of the list. So, so that was that'd be my first one. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to see if any of mine are on the list. <laughs> 1987, Steve says about Princess Bride. So, yeah, yeah, that that's such a good movie. I like watching that too. It's fun seeing little little Freddie Savage. <laughs> <laughs> and old Peter Falk and and all the other weird cast of characters that's involved in that thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one that I I don't see on the list that I know is another one of those that I've probably watched a few million times just because well, it's just absurdly funny and uh and it involves kung fu. <laughs> kung fu hustle. <laughs> kung fu hustle, yes. I'm familiar with that kung movie. It wouldn't make my top 5 list or anything, but yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's it's just it's so good. I guess it came out in what 2004. Um yeah, the Axe Gang. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I kind of like uh, the Kill Bill ones uh, a little bit better than this, you know, because it's obviously a little bit more gory, but uh uh but yeah, the the whole the whole story is just just absurdly funny. <laughs> these guys are axing each other yeah it's it's great and then the the hand the hand smashing the the toad uh, and the landlady with her cigarette hanging out the side of her mouth it's uh yeah i just absurdly funny <laughs> and if you That's, like you know a lot of kung fu and action and stuff like that you get that too and but you get the funny stuff with it too so it's uh it's really good yeah, we have some contributions from the chat. Darren says, Electric Dreams, which I'm not even sure if I know that one. Uh, Full Metal Jacket, which is a timeless classic. I mean, oh, absolutely. The thing about Full Metal Jacket is it's kind of like two movies smashed together. Yeah, know, yeah uh, two separate stories. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the um, boot camp story and then the war story. So 
Uh, to me, the boot camp story is way better than the war story, but you know, as a whole, it's excellent. Uh, and then secret life of Walter Mitty, which I barely remember that film. So, <laughs> uh, Tony says, how about die hard? The first movie. Oh, I love die hard. The first movie. I, I, that's fantastic film. And it's funny. Uh, we've had the debate about whether die hard is a Christmas movie, um, on the show. <laughs> <at least. laughs> And they did it as they do a fan poll at the baseball games we go to. And one of them was, is Die Hard a Christmas movie or not a Christmas movie? Yeah, you get to like text on your phone to to vote. And uh, Christmas movie won. So there you go. It is a Christmas movie. (laughs) It's fun to watch it at Christmas. You know, I can't complain. You know, put you in that Christmas spirit, L.A., you know. (laughs) (laughs) Cheryl says, Pretty Woman and Dirty Dancing are at the top of her list. So, yeah. Yeah, if we did like uh, we did like Vietnam movies, yeah, Full Metal Jacket, Tour of Duty, Apocalypse Now, yeah, there you go. Or Apocalypse Now, I mean, it's absolutely fantastic film, but man, you've got to to me, you have to have you have to be in the mood for that. that that's yeah, not a, that's not a watch anytime thing. That's a no, <laughs> no, you got to buckle in for that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my second one is going to be Contact. Contact. Yeah, this is the one with Matthew McConaughey and Jodie Foster and Tom Skerritt, uh, based on uh, screenplay and um, some authorship by Carl Sagan about first contact um, with aliens and stuff like that. Uh, if you haven't seen Contact, I would highly recommend it. It's uh, it's one of those. It's kind of long, but. To me, everything about it is perfect, and I can just sit and watch it any moment of any day. It's just, it's so good. So many different things going on, and uh, just really well put together, really well directed. Um, can't can't say enough about it. So if you have not seen Contact, which came out in the early 90s, I would say. Oh, and by the way, huh, what? 97. 97. Yeah. Yes, and it has a ham radio connection. Breaker, breaker. <laughs> no, an actual ham radio connection. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, uh, are you familiar with it? Yeah. Yeah. And they made a s- sort of a sequel to it, didn't they? Contact? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It was, yeah. What was it called? It was something similar. Contact. <clears throat> Well, if anyone's not familiar with the ham radio part of it, at the very beginning, the the dad and the daughter, uh, the dad is a licensed ham radio operator. His call sign is Whiskey Nine Golf Foxtrot Oscar. And there's a scene where the daughter, after he, well, how much do I want to give away of this? Let's just say there's a Whiskey Nine Golf F, uh, W9GFO in it. <laughs> and um, if you look at W9GFO, if you Google for it, it'll take you to a website that says, I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny because <laughs> you know obviously that's a real call sign but uh, and somebody currently actually has it so uh anyway contact yes so number three what do you think oh i was gonna say uh the sequel to contact is elysium i think i think that's what it was listed as i don't know how that would be a sequel to contact but i, I mean, don't know at least i just saw that in reddit so <laughs> i know i heard some movie was it was like an unofficial sequel, but a sequel nonetheless. Um, <clears throat> I would, uh, I mean, there are so many good movies of so many different varieties that are fun to watch and stuff like that. But uh, I I, I kind of get stuck between these two movies. They're both very good. Um, 
but I okay, one's Vertigo and the other one is North by Northwest. But I, I tend to like North by Northwest more. But I I do like Vertigo as well. <laughs> both well, for exactly the same like reasons. Classic Hitchcock. I mean, come on. Like- yeah, exactly. They're both Hitchcocks. They're both uh, made a year apart. Um, but yeah, I do like the Cary Grant one better. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very good. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you really have to describe why you might like a uh, classic Hitchcock film. I think, I think everybody sort of understands. Um, but yeah, Steve says back to the future, Christmas vacation and unforgiven. Oh, uh, unforgiven. Yeah. yeah. Unforgiven. One of the, one of the best Westerns ever, probably, um, past, present and likely future. I mean, uh, Eastwood just hit it out of the park with unforgiven for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh so he sort of stole my third one but my third one is going to be back to the future but of mm-hmm. course there are three of them so i have to i'm going to pick one of the three oh and i mean i can watch any of them at any time no problem whatsoever even the second one which a lot of people say they don't like <laughs> but my favorite is is number three back to the oh, future yeah. Three. Oh, yeah. it's just I, great <laughs> I, I, I agree yeah <laughs> So yeah, I was about to say the one, yeah, the one uh, with the train that was awesome. <laughs> yep. Um, if you have, if if anybody in this you know hasn't seen any of the Back to the Futures, I'm not sure how that's even possible. So <laughs> I don't feel like I have to explain Back to the Future at this point. But Cheryl's talking about Christmas <clears throat> movies, White Christmas, Die Hard, Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Well, Darren's getting into the other other uh, Eastwood flicks. Josie Wales. Oh, outlaw Josie Wales. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're talking high about, too, hang 'em high. That was really good too. Yeah, and both of the um, good, bad, and ugly ones. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, if you want to get into like uh, when, when he was the cop with the big gun. Oh, uh, Harry. Uh, yeah. Um, what were those called? <laughs> yeah, I think you're close, <laughs> Harry something. Well, that's Harry. character, but I don't think that's what the movies are called. Um, yeah, Dirty Harry. That's right. Dirty Harry. Harry. Yep, Dirty oh, Harry. Yeah, yeah. Those should be right. <laughs> that's funny oh the ref as a christmas movie oh outstanding yeah i mean uh dennis leary didn't do a lot of stuff you know movie wise but oh, the ref is awesome so <laughs> love actually that's a good movie i like that one. Too. Oh, we've only recently started i think it's in the last three years we started watching love love actually and now it's on our yearly rotation for sure yeah with bill nighy in it and stuff like that and yep yeah a bunch of people bunch of people colin firth and stuff like that <laughs> Lord of yeah. the Rings. Yeah, I mean, I mean, those are all good, but you know, there's there's a significant time investment if you're going down the Lord of the Rings road. <laughs> mm, Christmas vacation, Potter, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> Ever After is another favorite from Cheryl. Yeah, I love Ever After. That's good. That's to me, Ever After is right along the lines of um, Princess Bride. Not quite as good, but sort of right there with it. The best part of it is um, Da Vinci. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen Ever After? I'm I'm looking it up because I think I have. I just can't place it. It's a Cinderella okay. story. Oh, I probably have seen it then. It's it's way different than most Cinderella stories though. And it's really good. So if you have haven't you seen, seen, have you seen that the opera of Cinderella? <laughs> you want to see a not. weird Cinderella story? <laughs> <laughs> Ever After. <clears throat> Why am I not finding Ever After? I don't know. Look, uh, it has um, Drew Barrymore in it. So maybe you could look it up by that. Drew 
Barrymore. Hmm. Interesting. IMDb just. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah 1998. <clears throat> oh, yeah. With uh, what's her name in it? Yes, 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 yes. It's been a long while. I, it's not something I watch regularly, but I have seen that. Yes. Yeah. I figured you had. Okay. Uh, Bad Boy Bubby. Watch if you dare. Never heard of it. <laughs> Now, if you want to talk about movies, if you want to talk about Watch If You Dare movies, I got a few of those. <laughs> Let's start with The Human Centipede. No one should ever watch that. Oh, uh, huh? That's horrible. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I recommend you don't. <laughs> and uh, but, but actually, above that one, on the do not watch this at all cost list, which means everybody's going to run out and watch it. <laughs> Is a movie called A Serbian Story. Don't hmm. watch it. I'm telling you now. Don't watch it. <laughs> a Serbian story or a Serbian film? A Serbian film. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch it. <laughs> Which means go watch it. But I warned you. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Just watching the trailer. <laughs> the trailer is not going to give away any of the parts that make it the don't watch it thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, go back to go back to Christmas movies. <laughs> no, let's, we got to move on. We got to move on. We've uh, we've done movies. <laughs> Bad Santa. There you go. There's a good Christmas movie. Bad Santa is a fun movie, and we just found another one too. The Christmas Chronicles. This is the one with um, what's his name, uh, Russell, Kurt Russell. Oh yeah, that one, yeah, that's a that. fun one too. <clears throat> So, oh, by the way, if anybody is interested, like, to come into the hedonism chat sometime and talk about movies that no one should ever watch, I I am a huge fan of those kind of movies, and I would love to give you my list. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's move on. Enough about movies. We had a good yep. shot. <laughs> all right. So that means we're going to get from hedonism into hedonism. Yeah, that's the way the show should go. <laughs> so uh, we're going to move into food because we always start with food when we get down to the hedonism part of the, the, the show, even though we've sort of been there already. And Cheryl's got a couple of things in here that we have not made and we don't really know anything about, but she found them interesting. And apparently this first one is a TikTok recipe. Oh, great. <laughs> So the first recipe that she's got is ice cream bread. It's apparently a sweet bread recipe, kind of like monkey bread, that kind of thing. She says, dust off those 1970s cookbooks because this quick bread has made a comeback via TikTok. Yay. You can use any flavor of ice cream. Just make sure it's not low-fat or sugar-free. Obviously, vanilla is just going to be neutral, sweeter bread, whereas if you use something like butter pecan, lemon, cherry, strawberry, etc., you'll have more zip. Feel free to add some spices, cinnamon, zest, etc. to further enhance your bread. The ingredients, well, it couldn't be simpler. Two cups of ice cream and one and a half cups of self-rising flour. Well, there it is. <laughs> Preheat your oven to 350, grease and flour, or line with parchment and loaf pan. Mix ice cream and flour in a bowl until the flour disappears. Pour into the pan. Spread out evenly. Bake for 35 to 40 minutes. And like a cake, check it with a toothpick. And when it comes out clean, you're done. And you have ice cream bread. So there you go. Simple. Straightforward. Enjoy. <laughs> your uh strawberry pecan cinnamon bread or whatever and uh, following in the ice cream vein she has an ice cream cocktail and it's a cocktail that uses ice cream imagine that being called ice cream cocktail you use vodka one ounce one ounce white chocolate liqueur one ounce strawberry liqueur three scoops of strawberry ice cream three scoops of strawberry ice cream wow it's gonna be weak um some sugar and a straw Rim the edge of a martini grass, grass, glass, and coarse sugar. 
to an ice-filled glass of vodka, white chocolate liqueur, or strawberry liqueur, shake well to combine. Add three scoops of strawberry ice to the martini glass and pour the mix over the top. Garnish with a strawberry. Oh, so it's not really a cocktail. It's like you eat cocktail-covered ice cream. So there you go. So do you have a do you have a whatever thing? A whatever thing? Yeah, your corner. Do you have a do you have a boozy? Oh uh, no, I'm just in here drinking a Blue Moon, so nothing exciting. Oh, just Cheryl just dumped a movie that I probably should have mentioned. Oh well. <laughs> Definitely one I can watch anytime. Dead Poet Society. And uh, she also mentioned Grand Budapest Hotel, which, which is also fantastic, but kind of uh, kind of esoteric. Got to be in the mindset for the Wes Anderson, because he's a little weird. So, all right. So if you don't have anything, then I guess I got to get to mine. So yeah. who was asking about this earlier? Tony? Uh, uh, or Steve? Who, who wanted to know? Uh, John what, was asking, uh, what about the ham on rye? And then Steve wanted to know what rye you're talking about. So. Okay. So the rye that I have tonight is one that Bill mentioned, I think, on the last Weekender. But his was the straight six-year version, and I have the single-barrel Kentucky straight rye from Russell's Reserve, which, as I'm pretty sure we've mentioned on the show before, comes from Wild Turkey. They're out of Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Their description of this single-barrel Kentucky straight rye whiskey is, Single barrels are a rarity in the world of American rye whiskey, and Russell's Reserve single-barrel rye delivers in a big way. Each hand-selected barrel of our Kentucky straight rye whiskey is individually bottled at 104 proof and non-chill filtered to retain the color and rich flavor that comes with aging in number four alligator char barrels. Heavily charred, because I think five is the highest char. <clears throat> Maybe six. I don't remember. But they're they're significantly burned, so... Some details on this rye. The mash bill is 95% rye and 5% malted barley. It's bottled, as they said, at 104 proof, 52% ABV. Comes out of Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. The color is a rich amber. It is a nice, nice dark color, which means it could be caramel colored. But it says the non-chill filtering is to retain the color. So I guess that meaning it's not colored. Uh, The nose on it, um, I, I went and checked out. Russell Reserve's notes on this, and I did make a few adjustments to it, but I didn't make any adjustments to the nose because what they put in here is absolutely spot on. It's lemon, vanilla, spicy oak, notes of orange peel, and ginger, which is absolutely correct. Uh, I did modify my taste profile a little bit. It's pepper, vanilla, salted caramel, and tobacco. And that may sound like a weird combination, but it actually works quite well. And you'll notice that none of these notes so far include that sort of anise or black licorice um, because it's sort of noticeably absent, which is interesting because this is a 95% rye. So uh, the, the finish is a sweetened pear candy. It's kind of like sugar-covered pears, which is really nice. Some toasted bread peppercorn and at the very very end like when it was just sort of fading out of my mouth and off the end of my tongue then i noticed a little bit of that sort of rye licorice flavor but it's nowhere in the drinking of it it's nowhere on the nose it's only at the very very end of the finish so this is probably the least rye tasting rye i've ever had that being said it's excellent i I would definitely recommend this it's a little on the pricey side for the single barrel I think it runs $65 to $70, depending on like where you are in the country. But it's really good uh, if you have a little bit to plunk down on it and you're not you know, super hip on all the heavy rye flavor. This might be sort of right up your alley. And um, I'm going to give it a 92 out of 100. It's nice. really good. Really, really good. Not the best rye I've ever had, but darn close. And at the price point, I mean, you really can't go wrong with it. So that, I think, is all I got. Sweet. 
<laughs> Good selection. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we don't have anything from you as far as like boozes or hedonism. No. I was going to say there are only four different barrel level barrel char levels. So I'm pretty sure I've heard of a char five, but no. maybe not in American barrels. Maybe something yeah, char else. four is the highest with 55 seconds of flame time, and it's called an alligator char. Yep, which is what they said. So that's when the wood actually starts to crackle and it looks like your uh, used campfire, basically. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, all right. So once again, we're down to announcements and feedback. Uh, we didn't have any feedback this time around, but we do have a couple of announcements. The first one is we're still running low on Weekender topics. Obviously, I'm going to have to buckle down and create a few. Uh, we tried running this through ChatGPT earlier, which didn't work at all. <laughs> and uh, so we need actual like human interaction. So if you have any topics to put on our, our random topic wheel, we would love to have them. Just put them in the Discord, send them via email, you know. Um, tag us on social media, whatever. Just send us some topics. We'd love to hear them. And then Bill has an event coming up. Yep. We have a Linux Fest Northwest. It's uh, in Bellingham, Washington, and it's in October 20th through the 22nd. I'll be speaking there uh, with a topic uh, strangely called Linux in the Ham Shack. So <laughs> if you're around uh, Washington uh, next month, uh, you know, stop by. It's a, it's a great uh, conference. It's free to attend. And uh, yeah, it's uh, normally filled with a bunch of, bunch of good speakers. And uh, obviously a lot of the, it's, I think it's uh, sponsored by the Jupiter Broadcasting. So they're a big part of it. And uh, if you uh, happen to listen to them as well, then uh, you probably already know about it because they're talking about it on every single one of the shows. So, <laughs> but uh, but I'll be there. I don't know what day I'm speaking. It's probably Saturday that I'll speak. So, um, yeah, as soon as the schedule's out, I'll put that information in the show notes as well. Fantastic. Yeah. So if you can get out to Bellingham, Washington, check it out. See Bill live and in person. Yeah. And hopefully they'll record it so I can see Bill like via Memorex. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, Bill can record himself so I can see him via Memorex. So. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm flying there, so probably, I don't know. We'll see what Just use do. your phone. That's all you got to do. I mean, Oh, okay. Yeah. Just point your phone at yourself and... <laughs> I'll take a selfie the whole time. Look at yeah, me. <laughs> All right, so finally to wrap up, we have our new subscribers, supporters, and live participants. So let's run down this list real quick, and then we'll let everybody get back to whatever they were doing before they started listening to the show. On Facebook, we had Ralph Scable, Thomas Bentley, David Antelis, and Larry Holden. On Twitter, we had Flea Kicks. On Mastodon, KJ5AMZ. On the mailing list, we had N9LWW. On Discord, W3LDR-Rodney, Barry VT, and Kraken77. And in the live chat tonight, we had Tony, N0WJE, John, K1BTZ, Steve, K7HVT, Ted, WA0EIR, and Darren, VK6EK. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this Weekender episode, a little departure into some hedonism. And we hope you have a great week. And we also hope, finally, that you'll tune in next week, where we'll be back to a deep dive topic, which we don't know what that is yet, but it'll be something good for sure. And we hope you catch that when it comes around. In the meantime, have a good one, and we'll see you for the next one. For the, you know, still absent, Cheryl, W5MOO, I'll wrap this one up. Episode number 515, the 107th episode of The Weekender on Linux and the Ham Shack. I'm Russ, K5TUX. And I'm Bill, NE4RD73.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Linux in the Hamshack. LHS is a community-sponsored podcast. Our website is located at lhspodcast.info. You can support the podcast by visiting the LHS Patreon page at patreon.com stroke LHS podcast or by using the contribute list on the homepage. We have a presence on Discord, Facebook, IRC, Twitter and YouTube. You can also drop us an email at info at lhspodcast.info or leave us a voicemail at one 909 lhs show That's one 909 547-7469 Visit the online LHS merchandise store at shop.lhspodcast.info for fun and fashionable show-themed merchandise. Until next time, remember to always heed your hedonism. Music